0: Okay. Um, oh, oh! I know what I was going to talk about. I know. When we prayed, here's what I heard. Yeah. Was um, clay, sheep, servant, child, friend, lover. Remember uh-huh. when we used to do the the hierarchy, uh, of, hierarchy metaphors. of metaphors? That's what came to mind. Okay. Was to talk about that. Um, different, fresh, and, and it gives us a chance to make some comments about each sort of stage there. Uh-huh. So... Welcome back, friends, to the Ransomed Heart Podcast. John Eldridge here with uh, Craig McConnell. So Mm -hmm. honored that uh, you're listening in, and and we pray that these are deeply helpful to you in many ways and invite you to tell others, pass the word on, and and have them tune in. Um, I have been invited to give a chapel uh, talk at a Christian college. Uh, next month. And I've been thinking a lot about it. I've been praying a lot about it um, for a couple of reasons. One, because I really want to offer what is most helpful. And I just I'm aware that I am walking into a hornet's nest there that, um, you know, there's a number of people that would love to find a reason to dismiss John Eldridge. And, mm. um, and 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 I don't want to provide them that. I, um At the same time, you know, there are things that I think I see about contemporary Christianity and and Christian college and and what the students there are experiencing. But I also can't just charge in. And Mm -hmm. so I've been trying to live in what Jesus said when he said, I only say what the Father tells me to say. And he adds, and I only say it the way he tells me to say Mm -hmm. it. And I'm just so aware of that going in. I, I could I could be both naive and foolish, uh or I could be arrogant and stir up things that I don't aren't mine to take on. Right. Okay. So with that introduction, so here's what I've been thinking about. Because it it's caused me to think a lot about where I find the majority of Christians living, and the kind of Christian life that I find them living. And um and so here's Here's what was on my heart this morning about that as I was praying about it. Um, Years ago, some of you may even remember this. If you came to one of our early conferences or you read the book Sacred Romance, there is a progression in the Scripture of the metaphors that God uses to describe our relationship with him. Um, For example, clay, Mm -hmm. right? We are the clay and he is the potter, mm-hmm. you know, and that seems to be describing kind of a basic we are in god 's hands, yes. he is sovereign, he can do with us whatever he will, and while that's true and I think humble and reverent, the scriptures don't stay there and the, I mean the clay is an inanimate object, it has no relationship with the potter, mm-hmm. right? It is simply subject to the potter's wishes, you know, but but scripture goes on to invite us to uh, an intimacy with God, a relational mm-hmm. thing. And so I think from clay the the next ascension here is um sheep, right? You get the metaphor yeah. of you know, we are the sheep and he's the shepherd. He's the good shepherd, mm-hmm. right? And again, again a Um, honest. That's true. Yep. Yep. That's accurate. That's in the Bible. Great picture. And uh, lovely in many ways. I I noticed, though, that the sheep are at least living (laughs) creatures, you know. They're not just lumps on a wheel, you know, subject to the sovereign hand of God. There's interaction. They are looking Mm -hmm. to their shepherd Mm -hmm. for very basic things, Mm -hmm. right? Just show me where to go. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And and take care of me, please. Mm -hmm. Right?
1: Yeah. And God's role is more than just a hand. He's guiding, he's directing, he's speaking.
0: Yeah. Yeah, He's engaged with Mm -hmm. them, right? They rod and they staff, they comfort me. Okay. Um, But then it progresses from there clay, sheep to servant. Right. We are his servants and he the master. Okay. And I think that's – obviously, you're at a higher level because you have two human beings or, or two personalities, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus was both man and God. Um, but at least you have two cognizant beings interacting, two personalities, right, mm-hmm. that that the, the servant is in some kind of relationship. That we're now human. Right. We're now human. People. Yes choosing to be in the service Mm -hmm. of our master, right? I think there's a higher level of devotion there, a higher level of surrender. Mm -hmm. I wanted to lay a few of these out and then go back and and make some observations here because I think that they're describing where most Christians get stuck, Mm -hmm. actually, because while the servant-master thing I think is very, 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 very common in Christianity, you know, so many people say, I just want to be a good servant of the Lord you know, and it sounds so holy, right? I hate that. I hate it when people say that because there is more, friends. There is so much more, and that's a false piety. It goes on that we are his children, Mm -hmm. and he is our father. I mean, I I have a number of people who work for me, and they don't get anything like the life my sons get, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, my sons get Christmas, they get birthdays, they get vacations, they get daily time, they get nightly snuggles, they get, I mean, there's life together, right? Mm -hmm. The life of a child compared to the life of a servant Mm -hmm. is a higher life, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And then, let me add two more. I don't think it stays there, but even the language of dear Heavenly Father, I mean, even that can be... A false piety or or a plateau or eventually a false ceiling over us spiritually. Jesus says, I don't longer call you servants. I call you my friends. Mm-hmm.
1: And John, when you say false piety, you mean if you're stuck and that's the metaphor that defines and that that you're kind of just living from that
0: metaphor. Exactly. You Exclusive. never move beyond yeah, it. Right. There's an exclusiveness. And, and frankly, I think I think it's limiting. Mm-hmm. I, I think the false piety of it is. I think it involves false humility, mm-hmm. right? Where oh, you know, I'm just I'm just clay in the hands of the potter. Yeah, you sure. know, and part of me wants to go. No, you are a responsible human being called to interact with your creator. What's with this passive? Everything that happens to me is the will of God stuff. Mm-hmm. You are making meaningful choices, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, there's problems with getting stuck or choosing to stop at any one of these levels. Right. And I think we do choose. I think people do choose to stop at some of these levels because they feel comfortable. Oh, yeah. But you know what they also allow? It also allows you a comfortable distance from God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It Frankly, it's less disruptive. Mm-hmm. It doesn't require quite as much of you. Just tell me what to do, Lord. I just want to be a good servant. Mm-hmm. Just tell me what to do. And you can lose yourself in a life of service and never know God. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you went from child to friend. Friend, And the reason why I put friend above child is because, you know, when my boys were young, time with daddy was Precious and beautiful, but I had a richer relationship with some of my closest Mm -hmm. friends. I mean, there's just things you can't talk to your children about, right? right? There's a maturity level. You know, there are things that they don't even know yet exist in the world, Mm -hmm. right? The Mm -hmm. adventures and the battles, the suffering, the pain, all of that. I mean, they need to grow up, right? And what's beautiful is that as my sons are growing up, entering into their 20s now, I mean, we have a much richer relationship because part of it now is characterized by friendship, Yes, you know? And so um, Jesus says, you are my friends. Mm -hmm. You are my friends. And that is a rich, rich experience of a Christian life that I do not hear talked about much. Mm -hmm. And I do not hear Christians describe much, Mm -hmm. right? I'm God's friend.
1: Mm -hmm. Or we describe it, but we're living more like sheep. Yes. I can talk about friendship, but but my relationship is more of the the sheep and the shepherd metaphor.
0: Yes, Yes. right. Or the servant or the child, you know. Right. Uh, Respectful distance, Mm -hmm. right, would even sometimes be in the category of children, particularly if they grew up in households where father was, you addressed him as sir, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Mm -hmm. yes, sir, Mm -hmm. versus daddy. Right. Abba, Papa, the Papsters. <laughs> Papsters. <laughs> you know, whatever affectionate terms you know that children get to have with their parents. Okay, but there's one more: child, friend, lover. We are his beloved. Hmm. Uh, I am my lover's, and his desire is for me. I mean, there is a heart-to-heart love affair, love relationship that is available between. God and his people that in many ways is the culmination of human existence. I mean, when Jesus, you know, they're trying to trap Jesus in one of those classic debates and in this one, the Sadducees have come to him and, you know, they've said, so there was this gal and she was married to a guy and he died. So she married his brother and he died and she married his brother and he died. And this happened seven times. Who will she be married to? The resurrection. You know, they think they've really got him, Uh you know, and Jesus is like, you don't understand the scriptures of the power of God. You guys don't even know what you're talking about. It says, in the resurrection, there is no marriage because we're all married to God. In other words, the intimacy, the union, the belovedness, the, the connection mm-hmm. that marriage is a picture of, the soul's union is with God. Mm-hmm. That's our homecoming. you know. But that's not just for later. There's a deep, loving intimacy now, mm-hmm. a wooing. and uh, And so having laid that out, Craig react to where do you think most christians get stuck where do you think most folks are living um my
1: guess is somewhere beneath the lover friend and child i think um i think if intimacy with god uh, to know christ is to be alive to intimacy communion with god if if that's the goal and the substance of christianity um that's what's assaulted that's what we are frightened of, so child, friend, and lover all speak of an intimacy that in talking to people and in looking at my own life is that's the frontier is intimacy, knowing God is yes. father, yes, knowing God is friend, yes, and then knowing God is lover, right those seems like we live below those, most of mm, yeah, us, right. the clay, the sheep, and servant. Yeah. So that'd be my thought, and that'd be my experience,
0: too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, just notice, I'm trying to think, how would someone know this? Just notice your prayer life. What do your prayers sound like? Mm-hmm. I, a friend years ago said most Christians pray to the sky God, <laughs> meaning the God that's way up there somewhere they think of god as physically distant wherever heaven is it's measurable in terms of like light years or you know miles or mm-hmm. space mm-hmm. you know that we pray to the sky god god is somewhere up there but i mean right there that just shows that wow there's a lot of distance between the two of you yeah you know
1: yeah john what i'm aware of uh, just as you're talking about this uh, my yearnings and desires are, are to know God as lover. Uh, the harder life gets for me, kind of the lower down the hierarchy I go. I mean, when life's really hard, I'm just a sheep, just Lord, lead, protect, follow, or I'm just clay. God, I, I just give up. Everything is in your hands. Mm. It's like mm. the on the yearning level, mm. it's for the intimacy, <clears throat> But when mm. life gets hard, what's exposed is just this the lower level metaphors mm. of just surrender, passivity mm. or
0: mm. resignation.
1: Yeah, well, just I mean, I'm not going to God who's my lover.
0: Right. I'm, Why? Why? When it gets hard, does that evaporate?
1: I'm not sure. I'm talking and I do go to him as as my lover at times. But as I, in my life and others, there's there's kind of we fall back, we fall backwards. I don't know why.
0: I don't know why. As we're talking, what I'm aware of is unworthiness. Uh-huh. I'm just, I just know that there are those periods where I just go, I'm not. I'm, there's something about shame or diminishment or self-reproach or guilt or just feeling like. Um, I don't deserve it or I'm not quite sure, but it feels like part of what keeps people back is, oh, well, that's only for the special few. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the elite air mm-hmm. of, you know, high mm-hmm. mountaineering in Christianity, mm-hmm. and Christianity mm-hmm. and only a few attain the summit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm content to be down here because I'm not worthy. And boy, I want to speak to that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but he asks you. To be his child. Mm-hmm. He asks you to be his friend. Mm-hmm. He calls you his beloved. So, you know, that's a self-imposed limit that I'm aware of. Yeah. You know.
1: That's true. And if there's one thing that's assaulted and intact by the enemy, it's to cling to God, your lover. I mean, if things just push against, he's not going to come through. Right. He won't be there. Right. Yeah, he's your father. Yeah, he's your friend. Yeah, he's your lover. But your lovers, friends, and fathers have abandoned you. Yes, you know. Yes. So will he? Oh,
0: yes. Oh, yes. No, absolutely. And the, I think the other big, 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 big thing that gets in the way, I mean, there's obviously all of our personal stories and how we feel about love and being loved and connection and all that. The enemy is in the way. But the big, big thing I think's in the way. And I'm sure aware of going in to speak at a Christian college is the religious, Mm -hmm. that there is a false uh, sanctity. There is a false delight in the lower stages, Mm -hmm. frankly, you know, that Mm -hmm. it sounds more spiritual Mm -hmm. to say, oh, no, who am I? to approach you, a holy God. You are way up there, and I am way down here. I mean, there's even a worship song that goes like that, and I absolutely hate it Mm -hmm. because it's so deeply wrong, but it sounds so right. You know, it's just, um, hey, we are clay in the hands of the potter, and that can be said in a posture, mood, attitude, spirit that is so profoundly wrong but sounds so right because it's religious talk, mm-hmm. right? Right. And um, I think that is probably one of the biggest things that's in yeah. the way. So, John, that being
1: true, you, earlier you said choice was a huge part of this. Mm-hmm. Where are you going with that, that, that we just – we make a decision, we choose to pursue God as lover, we make a, a choice
0: there – Tie in the choice part. Well, the first part of the choice is I think we accept false ceilings. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we accept um, partly for comfort, partly because it doesn't ask things of us, Mm -hmm. partly out of fear. I mean, for a whole host of reasons, I think we settle for less.
1: So look at the choices we have made.
0: Yes. And what you're settling for, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, Mm -hmm. be careful what you choose to live without. Mm. Be careful what you choose to live without. I mean, you know, say, well, gosh, I don't know that I experience a lot of friendship with God. I understand. I understand that. And that may be the climate of the Christianity that you've been given and that you live in. But be careful what you choose to live without because these are all open invitations for every person. There's no limitation on these metaphors in Scripture. There's nothing in the Bible that says, well, this is for a few Or this Mm -hmm. is for later, Mm -hmm. you know? No, no, no. These are all used for our life here on earth now in our relationship with God. And so, for me, a huge thing has been cultivating God as Father. Uh, I'm just aware that I relate to Jesus well. I like Jesus, but because of my own Father, who was not someone that I could lean into and rely on and and, – who I up to this day have a fabulous relationship with, because that's not true. I've pulled away from God as father, and I'm missing out on this wealth of the Christian life that I see others enjoying and go, man, I think I've just chosen to live without it, and I don't want to anymore. That's not a good choice. So yeah, I'd say pursuit, cultivation, I mean, first, that these categories just even open up the ceiling for you to realize, whoa, 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 there's a lot more that's available and meant to be normal. Hmm. And so let's not accept a a false platitude for any reason, whether that be fear or a a false religious humility. Hmm. Man, we get going. Yeah. I want to say so much more. Thanks for listening in. This has been John Eldridge and Craig McConnell on the Ransomed Heart podcast. If this particular conversation's intrigued you, there's more in the book, Sacred Romance. And we invite you Mm -hmm. to come to ransomedheart.com and tune into all that we're doing there uh, webcasting and live events. Uh, If you just take a short stroll through the store and see all of the teaching series and the video available that will help you to cultivate more with God, because that's where life is. RansomedHeart.com is where you can find that stuff. Thanks for listening.